We love you, Nebraska. Hello, everyone out there. I am your host, Paul Plata, and you are back listening to, hopefully, another episode of Can I Get a Suggestion? A podcast where I have on a guest, and we draw a suggestion from a bowl, and we find every single angle way to talk about this word, ways where you may not have imagined, ways where you were like, that's right on the nose, that's pretty, they didn't really A to see that one too much. To help me out, I always bring on a, a talented guest who I want to share their light with the world. And today I might have the brightest light out there that I've ever seen. She is a wonderful actress. Everyone, please welcome Yemi Shonuga. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, Paul. What a compliment. Thank you so much. I like to, you know, prep my uh, prep my guest up, you know, and let the people know that they've got talents to share. I mean, I am a light, y'all. I shine bright. Like a diamond. I can shine bright like a diamond. I like to say I'm like a light, like a star, the biggest star of them all, the sun. No, scratch that. Don't add that in. But it was a good one, right? Is the sun the biggest star or is it just the closest star? No, the sun is the biggest. Oh, whoa. But what else is a star, though? The sun is a star. The sun is a star. Yeah. And all the little minuscule, like, droplets that we see in the sky are just these teeny tiny, like, gas bursts compared to the sun. And isn't it true, like, when you're seeing a star... By the time we're seeing it, it's already burnt out, or am I making that up? I feel like I heard that either from Bill Nye or the Magic School Bus, so it probably is true. And both of those shows... Are credible sources. Credible sources. Credible sources. Their fact checkers are the best in the game. I'm pretty sure that they hire NASA directly. The president of NASA was credited with writing the Magic School Bus. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's actually a whole um, NASA division for, sat- oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, my heart just broke a little bit because I was like, what are the kids watching these days? Because do they have a magic school bus? But like, do they have a Bill Nye? They do. It's just, I guess, on YouTube and the iPad. Like, I imagine kids aren't watching TV as much, right? Because it's all... Like you see a bunch of even now little kids with iPhones and iPads. Oh my goodness. You're yeah, I think you're right. Like they don't like tune in every Friday at four o'clock. No, they don't know what that's like waiting. <laughs> like, look, I, I am a binger. I'm a big binge watcher. Um, I actually read a tweet on like Twitter the other day. It was like, what kind of psycho watches a whole series in one go? And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Is that me? Am I that kind of psycho? What does that mean? Uh. I've done it. I've done it. Do you like say there's a show coming out that you like and they release episodes once a week? Will you wait a month and let the episodes build up so you could like do four straight? 
or you, I'll just tune in weekly? Um, uh, it depends on the show. Um, like, let's say like the Boba Fett just like came out a couple of weeks ago. I watch it every week. You know what I mean? I like to watch the Disney plus shows every week. I watched Hawkeye. Yeah. That one I just binged because I wasn't it. I'm sure it's great. Uh, I watched it. I'm going to just skip it. Let's skip that subject. Um, <laughs> wow. So you're a star. What you're saying is you're a Star Wars over Avengers. Oh, I definitely think I prefer the Star Wars franchise over the Marvel one. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I definitely enjoy. I enjoy the aesthetics of the Marvel franchise. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know. But I don't know what it is. I just like vibe with Star Wars. Maybe it's the whole like um, revolutionary thing. And there's like multiple heroes. And I think like there's so many different characters. And each small character or smaller character has to like help this like bigger like protagonist in a, in a way. Like they're necessary for the story where I feel like with the superhero thing, it's just that like that one person like going through their struggle and they're saving everyone else. They don't need anyone else. Yeah. It's like, hey, I got this. Get it get out of my way. And there's also not many like flawed um there's not many flawed superheroes out there. Not in the way like we have in like Star Wars. I'm thinking like um, I'm thinking like Han Solo. Like I feel like we've never seen like a character like that, like in the Marvel franchise. But who am I? I don't know. Did you see that quote he just came out with uh, Harrison Ford? They were like asking him some question, like, "Hey, did you do you think your character Han Solo came back as a rebel ghost or something like that?" And he was just like, "I don't even know what the fuck a rebel ghost is. Like, you get <laughs> get out of here with this." <laughs> I did not see that. He seems like an interesting man, though. And also, I want to let my viewers know, big news, Yemi lives in Canada, which means, can I get a suggestion, just went global. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations! We are a global, I don't, is it still global if it's same uh, continent? Um, technically, I think so. You're international. Um, I think that's what it is. International, right. Um, I would just like to say thank you so much for having me on as your first international guest. Um, what an honor. I wouldn't have dreamed of anyone else. I've actually had people from all over the world ask to be a guest on this podcast, and I had to tell them no. Not till I get Yemi on here. (laughs) And here I am. So, It's like, I'm happy that I can be here, but I'm also happy that I can allow you to now just like fulfill your dreams of going global. Like all these people who have been waiting, now is the time. You're getting on this podcast. I got a a 30 person wait list, all international that I can just start checking off. I mean, that's bomb. You doing the thing. Speaking of doing the thing, are you ready to do the thing and get a suggestion? All right. As always, I have my little bowl full of suggestions. I like to point that out to the listeners. That way no one thinks this is like you have no idea have what no idea, we're talking y'all. about. 
I see the bowl in front of me. It's being shaken. It's being shooked. All and right. now I'm nervous. It has been pulled. All right. Yemi, if you could do the honors and telling the people what we're talking about. All right, y'all. So today we are going to be talking about flying. Yes, that is flying. F-L-Y-I-N-G. Okay, flying. So I do like to start the podcast the same way every time. You hear the word flying. What's going through your brain right now? What are you, what's the first thing you think about with flying? Hmm. Okay. So the first thing I thought about was the clouds soaring through the clouds. Um, I used to have this like recurring dream, reoccurring dream that I was always flying, but wasn't really flying. It was like floating just above the ground. And then sometimes I'd be in the air, right? Like, you know, maybe like 40,000 feet up above where the airplanes live, I guess. Did you have on a uh, ear protector so your ears don't pop? Well, I did not. Not in the dream. I feel like um, the logistics of that, yeah, I don't really need that in my subconscious. Gravity doesn't exist in dreams. Sometimes, yeah. But then after I thought of that, I thought of a duck. A duck. Who don't fly. Ducks fly. Ducks fly? Ducks fly. Chickens don't fly. Chickens don't fly. Flamingos don't fly. Penguins don't fly. Oh, ooh, ostriches don't fly. Ostriches don't fly. What a waste to have wings and not be able to fly, right? Like, that's got to be, I guess that's like. Here's the thing. Do you think that they know that their wings are for flying? Or are they just for, like, protection or, like, cooling off? Like, do they just use it for, like, fanning themselves? Or do they just use it to, like, grab things far away? Or... I don't know other things because yeah they don't know the full because they don't have bird school to like teach them anatomy bird anatomy so it's all you know so if a penguin yeah or anyone they don't realize oh if I flap it hard enough I could potentially fly they've just never tried it okay I have to come to like the defense of penguins because like <laughs> um they do a lot of hard flapping from what I've observed from Happy Feet, the movie one and two, Ooh. and some things from the National Geographic. Um, they use them to swim, I think. I saw that on Happy Feet, the movie. I don't know how accurate that is, um, but it looks like, it looks like when I've watched some few things with penguins in it, they've been using them to swim or glide through the ocean current wave. Running from the killer whales. There you go, or the seals. Seals, do seals eat penguins? Orcas? Orcas, yeah. There we go, from the orcas. Um, they use them as like when they're sliding down the dunes. Again, Happy Feet influenced so much of my life. Hey, that song, Find Me Somebody to Love. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh, they also did um, Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Brittany Murphy, I think her name was. She plays like the lead character, the female. That soundtrack is fire. Oh, yeah. They ever curated that? Curated that? Did an amazing job. That's not Pixar, right? I mean, it's like an animated, but I don't think it's Pixar. Ooh, that's a. I really want to like look at Google right now, but I won't. Hey, um, this can be an informational. Like, if if we come upon a question, I imagine our listeners are thinking the same thing. So yeah, Google it, Google it. What I do know about that show is that all the tapping is done by Savion Glover. Um, and he's like this huge, amazing tapper. 
um, who was huge in like the 90s, early 2000s. I think his musical was, please, I hope I get this right. Bring on the noise, bring on the funk. And it was a whole um, tapping show. And I think they had like two iterations on Broadway, but he also used to be on Sesame Street. Wow. Hey, brain. What? All of this from Happy Feet? Yeah. I might have watched the making of it. I might have. Was it kind of, you know, like in video games, you put on the green suit with like the light bulbs and they did the same thing with Planet of the Apes where like, that's how they get like the feet moving? Is that, and No, I oh. think they just recorded his taps. Like they put mics on his taps and then they recorded it. So more sound than visual. Yeah, but maybe they did do the visual, but I don't really think that like how a human being Maybe they just studied how he did it. I'm not sure, but they could have like, they could have like green screened or like whatever they do for, to make, I don't know. But when you watch the making of movies, it's like they're in that suit, right? And right next to him on the computer is like the version of them, but in like stick figure form with the, like all their limbs are like, got like circles. Those little like balls or whatever. Um, so maybe they did that. Maybe they did that for their feet because, you know. I'm hoping he went out there in a full-blown penguin outfit. That way he could, like, get the movement of the penguins and, like, figure out, what if he does a whole solo Happy Feet dance routine? He does. He does several. Wait, did you even watch this movie? Like, come on. Yeah, he, because, you know, penguins, they're supposed to drop off pebbles, and it's their tapping that makes the girls fall in love with them. Yeah. But this one penguin wanted to sing. And he had a voice. (laughs) He was like the Elvis. He was like based off Elvis, I feel like. Uh, So it wasn't Pixar. It was animation studio, the Animal Logic for Warner Brothers. Come on, animation studio, the Animal animal Logic for Warner Brothers. You did a good job, y'all. You did an amazing job. If you ever hear this podcast... Know that there are people out there in the world that appreciate you, namely me. That are fans of Happy Feet. And not just kids. It's an adult movie. Adults can enjoy it. Yeah. But I do think it came out when we were like teenager-ish. So I'm still living in it, basically. I'm still living in it all these years later. Have you seen the video of on Twitter of like the Marines trying out this jetpack? The jetpack, yes. Oh my gosh. That looks cool. I've seen it. It looks mad cool, but also I'm like, what are you going to use that for? Like, what are you going to use that for? To travel? Do you not think that's an eventual future travel? Like, you think of the Jetsons and like they had their jetpacks and stuff. Are we, will we eventually get to, like, I know we've always thought of like flying cars and stuff like that. But it's like, all right, honey, strapping up the jetpack, heading to work. I'll see you later. It would, it would cut down commute time. I will say that. How fast are these jetpacks going? We don't, you know, if you're topping out at 30 miles an hour. I'm just kind of like, meh. I think that like I'd be more impressed. Um, Maybe if it was like a little bit cleaner, you know what I mean? But obviously it's still in prototype phase, but I'm also like, um, can you spend that money on something else? Can you please cure cancer? Can you, can we stop using the x-ray? Please, why are you still shooting gamma rays into my mouth when I go to the dentist? Can somebody fix that? Uh, thank you. 
but we'd rather have jetpacks. Right? That don't work properly. I get it. I get it. I get it. Once Tesla gets into the jetpack game, it's going to be a game changer. You're going to have electronic jetpacks that isn't filling the ozone with fossil fuels. And then we're going to have like jetpack recharging stations. And you just be like, oh, hey, Bob, I see you got the new um, upgrade, the T566. How's it running? It's like, yeah, it's pretty smooth. It's pretty smooth, you know. Thanks for asking, Jerry. All the rich people just talking to each other. Oh, can't hide money. Someone's got the upgrade. Okay. <laughs> I see you over there. <laughs> right? But what the elite rich? You do they even do they already have the jetpacks? That's what we need to be asking. So what is Okay, so if you do have a jetpack, what is the maximum height you can go where you don't need like a mask? You know what I'm saying? For oxygen. I don't even think it's that high. If you, if, if you like, I wonder if you like, um, jumped off like a 85 floor building, like, would you pass out? Like, what do people like jump off and like do the like, um, building diving thing, Mababi? Well, I don't know what that's called. The squirrel suit. <laughs> I don't know if that's the exact name, but yeah. Well, you got, I mean, they don't wear a mask when jumping out of a plane, yeah, that's true. That's true. How high do they, how high can they go? How low can you go? I said, how high can you go? I heard this little fun fact. Well, I don't know if it's a fact. Someone was telling me this, that like a hundred years ago when they were designing bridges, in their minds, we were going to have flying cars. And so they didn't really make the bridges to last more than a hundred years. Because they were like, oh, we're not going to need them. We're going to have flying cars. Wow, they were so optimistic. Maybe they did think better of the human race. Like, oh, wouldn't that be nice? I was going to say, how many generations has like, because I feel like in our, you know, we've, every, like as a kid growing up, all the futuristic things we've seen on TV involved flying cars. Like, when did that idea happen like were people in the 20s being like yeah we're gonna have flying cars one day yeah i mean like when was the airplane invented the wright brothers i know that north carolina come on oh! and raise up take your shirt off twist it around your head <laughs> the north carolina theme song if you didn't know now you know i think it's i'm looking it up now but before i do i'm my guess is 1929 i was gonna say 1917 or 19 or something like that 1903 damn we were both off near kitty hawk north carolina orville and wilbur wright make the first successful flight in history of a self-propelled heavier than air aircraft interesting gasoline powered they stayed in the air for 12 seconds and covered 120 feet. Wow, 120 feet. Interesting. Wouldn't it be cool? You know how Superman flies around the Earth and he like... Turns it backwards? Back in town? Yeah. Like, if I had that ability, I definitely would go back ages. 
I go back centuries for a little bit. I'd be like, so what's going on here with the dinosaurs? What's At least explore a little bit. Right? You know, you don't have to spend, you know, if especially if you're doing the flying method and not the time, you know, time machine, you might have a, like a limit of how many you can yeah, travel. How, exactly. But if you're flying, you, you could just go, you could go to the future, you go to the past and it's like, hey, I'm going to spend a day in 1898 and then I'm going to go to... 2,247. Yo, like the places I would go in the past though. Uh, I definitely think I'd like stop by Pompeii for a little bit. Uh, Egypt, uh, when like, oh, I would go to Nubia, have a little like, see what's going on there. Maybe meet Alexander, Ugh, meet all the Moors. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I would definitely go. Wow, sorry. Um, we're doing all right. We're shooting high and soaring. We're flying. We're flying high. <laughs> to quote the great Ozzy Osbourne. Sharon! <laughs> yeah. Flying. I think he has a song, Flying High Again. What other songs are there about flying? Like, ooh, Let's Go Fly a Kite. Mary Poppins, she does the thing. <laughs> ooh, yeah. Kites yeah. fly. Let's go uh, fly a kite. Um, fly. I want to fly like an eagle. Okay, nice. Into the future. Future, yeah. And then R. Kelly has one, but oh, oh, wait, yeah, that song don't exist anymore. Yeah, it's not a thing anymore. Oh my gosh, High School Musical. We're flying, soaring. There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. When we're done, yeah, we're breaking free. Ooh. <laughs> one of the greatest trilogies of all time. One of the greatest Star Wars, throw it out. Star Trek, what is that? Any Marvel, <laughs> trash. High School Musical, ding 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 ding. We got a winner. We got to start getting the uh, the breakaway series of the characters, like their own individual. Yeah. Like I want to see Sharpay after high school. Exactly. Where is our girl Sharpay? What happens to her brother Ryan? Do they end up making it big? Are they on Broadway? They were the stars of the first movie. Like, to be honest, I kind of like watching that over or thinking about the storyline. I fuck with Sharpay because, yeah, she's been working her whole high school career for this lead part. And then you get these two kids out of nowhere out of that nowhere. are like, I'm just going to take over the theater scene. No big deal. Right? Like, I don't really, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm so, yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know what that was, but yeah, they just show up out of nowhere. They're like, we're actually going to steal your passions and dreams. Sorry. Maybe next time. Oh, while we have these also other talents. <laughs> yeah. My, me living up to my basketball talents isn't enough. I need to come take yours. Right. So we got to give credit to Amelia Earnhardt. Yes. Is she still missing in Bermuda? I believe the Bermuda Triangle strikes again. <laughs> Look, I think that like in all logistics, let's think about it. 1930s, 20s, Amelia, there definitely would have had to be ships or boats for her to like land this plane on, refuel in certain countries, and the boat would have had to do the same. So I'm, I'm thinking it wasn't just her. Like, what if like she was having like troubles and she's like, I got to land, I got to land. That's not how she speaks, I'm sure. It <laughs> could be. We've never heard her. I've got to land. I've got to land. There's something wrong with the motor. Yeah. Sorry, Amelia. Once again, I'm sure you're a fantastic person. Um, <laughs> not a great pilot. <laughs> you may be one of the best, but 
you know, you know, you did get lost. Hey, Steve Irwin was one of the best uh, animal handlers, and we've seen how that happened. <laughs> so, just, sorry, Steve. <laughs> Back to flight. Yeah, yeah. When was the first time you ever got on an airplane? I think, so I think I flew to New York once, but I remember flying from New York to Washington State was the first time I ever flew by myself. And I think I was like 10 years old, something like that. 10 to 12, 12 12-ish to 15, (laughs) somewhere in there. That's wild. Like, so like, when did you move to New York? I was born in New York, moved to North Carolina when I was five. But I think I was up there visiting my grandparents. And then I flew from there because I remember my grandparents bringing me to the airport. Wow. But I was, my family lived in North Carolina. So what were you doing in D.C.? No, this is Washington State. I have family out there, too. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It was like he was just going on a little adventure. Ten-year-old Paul was like, see you later, Grandpa. I'm off to D.C. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> nah, this was cross-country. Okay. <laughs> so I was going to see my aunts and uncles, who I hadn't seen in probably, like, five to ten years strangers then you're off to see strangers (laughs) and i was flying by myself and i dressed in a it was a bright orange t-shirt short set where you seen me and so when like my aunt called my grandparents to be like all right so what is he wearing they were like oh don't worry you'll see him Right, you're not going to miss him. You're not going to miss this outfit. Oh my gosh, I love this story. Um, So my parents like travel a lot. So we were, my sister and I, we were like getting to experience the airplane from like an early age. But one thing I was always wanted, I wanted to travel by myself as a child because I thought it was so cool. Because when you travel by yourself, you used to get like this like lanyard thing with like a little belt <laughs> with your passport your boarding pass please don't kidnap me <laughs> you're itinerary like traveling child alone <laughs> like, i always wanted to be that child they just got like i was like damn that special treatment looks so cool but they were probably scared shitless like please nobody take me <laughs> like, i was gonna say like we don't realize how bad the world is as a kid but that's almost like for kidnappers, just like a paradise. Oh, we'll just put a big sign on this kid. Let him know that he has no one with him or she. Let's just make it easy for them. Unaccompanied minor. Like that's what they're looking for. <laughs> my parents probably like, or my grandparents probably like found someone on the flight. Hey, if you could just, just keep an eye on this kid. Just make sure he gets there. Like, it's honestly so wild when you think about, like, the things that you were doing as a child of the 80s, 90s, and even far beyond, because I'm just like, whoa, whoa. And I feel like I'm about to say, I get so much life experience from the movies, (laughs) other than my own. It teaches me what's really going on in the world. (laughs) Like, I see in a movie and I'm like, yep, that's fact. That's what's going on. That's got to be true. 
Because I was about to say, and the kids in the 70s, they were just hopping on planes by themselves. I saw it in a movie once, so it's got to be true. <laughs> and you had like no track, like it was, you could just jump on a plane and right? go. Like people were just on planes doing the thing. What was your first time flying? I honestly don't know if I can remember, but the first, I have so many memories, like not so many, but the, a few that really stick out to me, like about being in, on an airplane as a child. Um, one is like, whenever my parents would go anywhere, when they like decided to start taking me and my sister, um, they would always buy first class tickets for themselves. And my sister and I would be in economy. <laughs> So I always remember like getting settled down with like my sister. And then obviously, cause we're kids, you're like, oh gosh, I wonder what mom's doing. She's like, and I'd like walk up to like the first class section. Get the mimosas. And, right. I'd be like, mom, do you have any cool snacks? But it's like five-year-old me. And I'm sure like people in the airplane were just like, what is going on? <laughs> like, where are their supervisors? And they're just in first class, like living, living. That's almost like, uh, I think it was like Chef Ramsay or someone was just like, when it came to his kids, they were like, my kids don't have money. I have money, but my kids don't. <laughs> so I'm a fly first class, but they got to earn it. Like, so another thing I was, always, I was always jealous of the unaccompanied minors. And I was like, I don't actually even remember seeing kids in first class when I was like growing up. But I remember when I like came to like the age where I started traveling by myself and I then would see like kids in first class and be like, damn, you lucky bastards. Oh, your parents love you. (laughs) They don't abandon you. (laughs) Your parents spent the big money on you. They, they, whoa. Oh, they got the riches. They're spending big money on your ass. Like you're two. What do you need? Not two. Like, you know, like seven. Like, do you really need that big seat? Like, just it's the little version of me. It's little yummy, just super jealous, like jelly as fudge. And they you know, you're young enough, you don't realize the luxury that you have. But I always feel like they do. I feel like they know. I feel like the kids in first class are like, yeah. Snotty. Not even. Oh, you're going back to coach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going back there. I hope they're not snotty, but I like I don't envision them as like these snotty nosed kids, but mostly like, yeah, it's nice up here. Bye. <laughs> like maybe that is snotty, but like a nicer snotty kid. Like not like not a mean nose snot, but like a polished snotter. That's not till they get to college. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Once they're in Harvard and Princeton and all those expensive Ivy League schools, that's when the douchebag comes in. That's when they know that they're rich, right? Like, you know, before they were just like, this is the norm. This is just life. And then they get older and they're like, oh, no, we got money. We got bread. Like, Because if you're bread. a rich kid, you're probably going to private schools. So you're with other rich kids. So like you were saying earlier, where when you see a movie and it's different, it's like, that's true. They don't understand that, oh, not everyone gets to live like this. Yeah, I honestly wonder when is the waking point for, like, Richie Rich's? Like, do you remember watching Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, of course. Oh, my goodness. And he, like, stops his, like, chauffeur from driving him because he sees these kids, like, playing baseball in, like, a junkyard. And he hits it into the building. Yeah, and he like invites them over, and he's got a McDonald's. He just wanted friends. He was a he was a lonely rich kid. 
Bro, I feel like I'm Richie Rich sometimes without the riches, though. Like, I'm like, I just want friends. You can just call me Lonely Rich. You know, that's it. Can't afford McDonald's anymore because McDonald's is bloody expensive. What am I doing paying $12 for a meal? Like, this shit should be $5. He had the McDonald's in his house. And it's, you know, it looked like it smelled good. (laughs) He's got five-star chefs in there cooking up his McDoubles. (laughs) Right, you know what I mean? And the chef's like, what is my life? <laughs> It'd been funny if you go back in that scene and it's just a bunch of underwaged high schoolers making the burgers. You know what? There used to be a whole line of movies about like rich kids. There was another one that just came to my mind. Ah, The Real McCoy. Do you remember that movie? I don't think so. Where he like finds a check for like a million dollars. He rents a house. Um and has a butler and his family on the other hand is poor or not poor but middle class and he would just be like yeah i'm off to like summer school or whatever and he'd like go to his mansion (laughs) let's his fit the first second he got it wasn't like hey i'm gonna bring you all along we're gonna live this good life it's (laughs) hey Family, y'all gave it life a go. You didn't succeed. You're struggling. I'm gonna. I got it on my own. Right? He's like, I'm taking over now. I'm in control of my life, my destiny. <laughs> this is my ship, Captain. I'm rich now, and you're just you. <laughs> I'm sorry you won't be seeing me as much. Uh, you know, I got to hang out with my social class. <laughs> oh my gosh, things are um different for me now. You know, life's a little bit busy, and I uh I wish I had the time. I wish I had the time. You know, work is tough. Do you think you would enjoy being a flight attendant? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Are you insane? You get to like in pilots too. I mean, you get to like fly for free. Sure, but look, having to serve countless human beings, different human beings, in life. With no tips. More than once? More than once in a day? Like, they're going back and forth. Tea, coffee, snacks, tea, coffee, snacks, tea, coffee, snacks. And then they're like, garbage, garbage, garbage. <laughs> don't forget garbage. about don't forget about the presentation <laughs> up the front. They got to demonstrate everything. They demonstrate it. They're like, all right. And if you're on those domestic flights where you do that like three times, four times a day. Oh no, I'm sorry. I couldn't do that. So like big ups to you out there. If you're a flight attendant, you're a real one. You are a real one. There was that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow where like she wants to become a flight attendant and she goes to flight attendant school and her best friend steals her, her like scores or her exam and she gets stuck in like the domestic flights and her best friend gets to travel international and they meet up further along they obviously fall out of being friends and meet up further along around the line and she's like Gwyneth is like to her best friend oh my gosh you're doing all the things that they told us not to do did you even like how did you get this and she realizes that like she fucked up her life but in the end she becomes an international flight attendant and she like is in Paris somewhere like enjoying life. She's enjoying Don Perrier at the Eiffel Tower across the street from the gardens. I was going to say, the like I imagine the last scene of the movie is like her just sitting there proper with a glass of champagne. Right? just Full on winning montage. Also, very similar storyline to the Flintstones. Skirt? What? You remember the Flintstones movie? 
Like, are we talking the live action movie with like Halle Berry and Yeah, the one with Halle Berry. So they took the test, right? And then Barney switched test because he's Fred's best friend. He's seen Fred was struggling and it ended up costing him his job. That's so I feel like I'm like remembering all this stuff. And I'm just like, Barney, why would you do that? Like, do you not love your family? Like, what is going on? He didn't realize it was going to cost him his job. And he didn't probably know that he was going to have the highest test. I guess. There was a toast he made at the bowling match because Fred gave him money. That's what it was. Fred gave him money so that he could adopt Bam Bam. And so Barney was like, oh, I'll do whatever I can to pay it back for you. Fred is solid. And that was his way of paying him back. Right. That's deep. So anything else before we uh, run out of time that you want to bring up about flying? About flying? Um, uh, uh, things, thing, uh, ways I would like to fly. Hot air balloon. Never done that before. Um, Skydiving. I do want to do a hot air balloon. Yeah. Um, blimp. I would love to um, fly in a blimp once because it looks mad cool. Um, yeah. Because it's like, and it's almost like I imagine the inside. Because a blimp, I imagine it's slow and you can stand up. It's not like you have to be sit buckled down. Yeah, like you're cruising, you know what I mean? Like you're chilling in that blimp. It's like a cruise ship in the air. You know what I would take with me, like um, in the hot air balloon? Goggles. Because like all that like air and that... The wind. Being outside, it's too much. God, what would my hair look like? You'd have to like have some kind of protection. I, I would have one of those cool aviation hats, a pair of goggles, and maybe a bandana just in case. Just in case I need to, like, do a little, like, mask action. Dress up the part? A little bit. I have a little, like, um, brown pants. Maybe some corduroy, just in case. Um, A cute little leather jacket. Waist length. It's got to be a brown leather jacket with a piece of fur around the neck. Okay. You can wear that on the blimp also. Yeah, Nick Jonas and Jumanji. That's the outfit I'm thinking. You know what? I'm thinking of like a cuter version. I think I would want to look hollow cute. So I have probably have on a little brown heels. Um, and I, I'd want to like bright color top. I'm thinking like maybe like a bright yellow or an orange. Something that fits into the aesthetic. To match but... the balloon. Also, because you don't see dull color hot air. Every hot air balloon is brightly colored, fun designs. You don't yes. see like a black hot air balloon. That would be sexy though all black hot air balloon like Ooh. a little dangerous you know what they have that like um air balloon thing in turkey i feel like i've seen photos of it where they like like the big festivals almost where yes. it's like hundreds of hot yeah. air balloons go up just going through the skies um private jet come on sorry environment and if i wouldn't just go myself i'd be like y'all we're having this private jet experience. Like, let's all do it together. A private together. jet by yourself cannot be fun. Like, right, it, I... like, yeah, it's like, cool, I have all this room. I have free champagne. I have all this. But then you're just Richie Rich. Yeah, like, with no friends. With no friends. And that the whole purpose of the movie 
was for him to get friends. Why are you trying to be Richie Rich with no friends? Hey, can we park my private jet? I seen a baseball game going down. and <laughs> That's literally what happened, right? He did that at the end of the movie with a helicopter. Like, you just park it right there in center field. I'll be right back. I'm going to just go hit a couple balls. BRB. Just keep it running for me. Keep it running for me. Like <laughs> Flying would, um, like, I would like to, I mean, I know it's tough, but get, like, a pilot's license, I think, would be cool. Mm, and yeah, get, yeah. you do the actual flying. Although, I feel like now a lot. A little like, Fifty Shades of Grey action. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? I have. He, like, takes whatever her name is like on an aircraft ride and they do tricks and stuff and she seems to have a really good time so maybe that's a way to get in with the ladies that's now i do know 50 shades gray sexual tricks or flying tricks whoa oh we really went we know what 50 shades of gray is is like known for you know the hot sex action so when you said tricks i was like oh that's the mile high club <laughs> Um, they're in like a two seater where one person's in front of the other. Uh, okay. You know what? You've never seen it. Yeah, they're doing the sexual tricks. They're doing the sexy, sexy up there in the skies with the ducks. The ducks flying by. <laughs> There's that one movie, Flying Home or Fly Away Home. Fly Away Home with the you dog, know? right? No, that's uh, was it? No, Home that's with down? the dogs. I know what you're talking. What is this one called? Where she has the ducks. And, like, she's got to fly the duck south. I don't know. I, I feel like it's an older movie. I feel like I, I feel like I know what you're talking about. Early but, 90s. Um, God, Air Bud. Like, not, not necessarily flying, but air. He flew in the air to make the basket. He caught that ball. Oh, oh, wait, I thought he played football. There's multiple. The original Air Bud was a basketball <laughs> A basketballer? Yeah, but they I think they covered every sport. Yeah, I don't remember them doing baseball, though. I don't remember a baseball airbud. So I was talking about the movie Fly Away Home with Jeff Daniels. Is the is the like poster like a yellowy sun? Yes! Whoa! The way that I knew exactly what you were talking about. I remember that movie. And they did have like a little aircraft as well. I think it was uh Bicycle pedal powered. Now you're just lying. <laughs> He's lying, y'all. Don't believe him. Don't believe him. Don't let him set you up. Go watch that movie. It's really good. Come on, don't call me out. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He's not. He's fibbing. There we go. He's fibbing. I am someone who has only seen a trailer for the movie, and I am going based solely off of that. She has ducks and she's got to fly them. I guess she lives in the north and is like, I'm in Vermont, ducks. You can't stay here over the winter. You'll die. Follow me. We got to get you out. Like Just a good animal rescue story. I mean, yeah. Wow. Who thought of that? You know what would be cool? A movie about saving ducks. <laughs> a drama. <laughs> I feel like in the 90s, because you had the Mighty Ducks, you had Fly Away Home. Like, ducks were like, you had Howard the Duck. Ooh, 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 Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck, Donald. So I feel like there was a while where ducks were like it. Like, that was the go-to animal. <laughs> the duck PR team was doing the thing. <laughs> they were in it. 
It's been downhill since, but if you they, bought duck stock in the 90s, you're probably sitting well. They had those studios on, like, lock. They had Disney, <laughs> Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony. Everybody. Shit, did they, they got a duck? You guys, we need a duck in this. <laughs> There's probably a duck in Richie Rich. We just don't remember it right now. I'll probably on that lake where they flew into off of the big catapult. Yes! Oh my god! Mad wild. But you know what? I think it's uh, I think this is a fun way to end. We are unfortunately out of time because we started with ducks, right? That was one of your first thoughts. Yeah. We made a full circle. Let's end it with ducks. A full flight. A whole flight. We took off with ducks and now we're landing. Landing in the south, in Miami. Ready okay. for that warm... How south you know, do they go? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm think they're like they. I think they pretty go. They go further. South. Further south, South America. <laughs> yeah. They turn from like North American ducks to South American ducks. They're like, oh, see you later, and they're like, hola, cómo estás? <laughs> yeah. like, you know I mean? It's like, no, we gotta park in uh, Miami because old Howard there forgot his passport. We can't cross <laughs> the the country line. <laughs> Yo, this would actually make such a good cartoon. Like <laughs> flight of the ducks, the flight south, right? And they keep their little wallet and their little duck, duck like, um, under their wing pocket. What I'm trying to say, you always have like the little kid duck getting lost because he wants to go off exploring, and usually it's fine, but then that one time he finds himself in danger. Oh gosh, yeah, or or he like hurts his like foot. Oh. And he can't fly. Yeah, the rest of the colony doesn't realize and they take off without him. But his friends are like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how can we help you? And then the next thing they know, everyone's gone. Oh my, are we just describing Home and Away right now? <laughs> think, like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> this story sounds very familiar. Well, don't they do <laughs> the flying V? That way no Whoa. ducks get left behind? How? That is the weakest would have to be at the top because... You wouldn't be able to see behind you. Like, that's some wolf shit. Like, damn it, we lost him again. Turn around. <laughs> God damn it, Terry. Like, I don't know if the ducks are moving like the wolves, where like the strongest is at the back, like, and the weakest is somewhere in the middle. I don't know if they're like moving like the wolves. Do they really rotate? I wonder where it's like, okay, the duck up front is getting tired. Let's do Whoa. a whole shift. Whoa, formation shift. Ah, has anyone ever seen that? If you've seen that, please call in and let us know. Let us know. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or just leave a comment on Spotify or Apple Pods. I don't know what this is on, but I hope it's <laughs> like. So, Yemi, I do want to thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, I think this was such a fun conversation on flying. I think we, I, I can't think. I think we covered everything. <laughs> everything everything it was amazing thanks for having me this was so much fun you're a oh. great host paul oh thank you so much now if my followers uh or my listeners are like wow yemi is smart intellectual pleasant how can i stay in touch how can i follow what she's doing in her life where how do um, people reach out not reach out but you know follow along uh, 
y'all can keep in touch with me or like follow my journey on Instagram at Yemi Shonuga. That is at Y-E-M-I-E-S-O-N-U-G-A. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Paul. See you next time. Oh, wow. What an episode. And is it me? Or did that just fly by? Whoa! Yeah, I can come up with puns. Anyway, I want to thank all my listeners to listening to another episode. I hope you enjoyed what you listened to. If you didn't, like and subscribe to my podcast and then comment and let me know, okay? I am not shy of criticism. If there was something we missed, some misinformation that you need to let me know about, you're just a comment away. That's it. That's how easy it is to get a hold of me. If you like this podcast and you want to follow on Instagram at C-I-G-A-S pod, that's can I get a suggestion pod. And if you like me, the host, I'm at simply appalling on Instagram and Twitter. So thank you everyone so much. And I will talk to you next time.